is the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs, and we're committed to the success of women entrepreneurs and majority women-owned companies across Canada. As a proud partner of the Thrive Podcast, we're here to help you start, grow, or scale your business. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women today. Scotiabank is proud to co-present the Thrive Podcast for Women Entrepreneurs. Through the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Scotiabank aims to help advance women-led businesses with access to capital, education, and mentorship. To learn more, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. Your insurance needs are as unique as the work you do and the industry you're in. Having the right protection in place is just the start. There's so much you can do to mitigate risks to your business for today and as you grow. At Sovereign Insurance, we're here to help with valuable information, insights, tips, and tools to help you protect your operations. Visit SovereignInsurance.ca to learn more. Diversify. Don't just put all your eggs in one export market. Think about what other export markets you could do well at, and EDC will help you figure that out. With Export Development Canada, doing business abroad doesn't need to be risky. We take on the risks so you can think bigger and grow confidently. EDC, take on the world. Listening to the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. On the Thrive Podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and other support to help you make your vision a reality faster. This podcast is a production of Startup Canada, Canada's entrepreneurship organization, and is presented in partnership with the Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. I'm your host, Kayla Isabel, Managing Director at Startup Canada. Welcome to the show. We are thrilled to have Alison Kirkland, CEO of the Women's Enterprise Organizations of Canada on the podcast today. Allison was named the inaugural CEO of WEOC in September 2019, but has been working with women entrepreneurs for close to 20 years. A seasoned communications professional, she joined the team of the Women's Enterprise Center of Manitoba in 2002, where she spearheaded the redevelopment of the center's brand, the creation of a comprehensive training program, and participated in the development of innovative programming and funding initiatives. An APEC IBIS certified small business counselor, Allison has worked directly with women entrepreneurs at various business stages and in urban and rural communities throughout Manitoba. Over the past seven years, she's traveled to Ukraine and Vietnam to share her knowledge and best practices gained as a result of Canada's support to women entrepreneurs. A graduate of the University of Manitoba, Allison is an active board member of the Manitoba Chambers of Commerce and still takes on the occasional freelance writing or editing project to stay connected to her entrepreneurial roots. Welcome to the show, Allison. Thanks, Kayla. I'm delighted to be here. Mm -hmm. We're happy to have you. So uh, I'm really excited to dive into our conversation today. Uh, what would be the one thing that you'd like women entrepreneurs to take out of our conversation? There are 
um, many, many resources across the country uh, for women entrepreneurs, and um, I'm, I would want uh, women to tap into those resources. If they don't know where they are, then to connect with WEOC, and uh, we will direct you into the right organization. Many of them are uh, provincially focused, so uh, wherever you are in the country, uh, we can hook you into uh, an organization, and I believe that uh, just having that resource, and they can help you at any business stage. So having that resource and tapping into that resource uh, goes a long way to uh, the, sex, the success of, the, uh, of your business. Okay, so can you um, sort of start from the beginning? What uh, is the Women's Enterprise Organization of Canada, um, and what can you tell us about about the organization's purpose? So uh, the Women's Enterprise Organizations of Canada, and I'll call it WEOC from here mm. on, just because it's a bit of a mouthful, Um <laughs> is uh, a national organization that was established uh, in 2011 and was run on a volunteer basis by uh, the organization, the CEOs of the organizations that support women entrepreneurs. There's seven of those that uh, participated in the development of WEOC. Uh, So uh, one in each of the Western provinces, um, Ontario, Quebec, and Newfoundland. And they got together because they believed that there are, and they recognized that there are many resources for women entrepreneurs. So they felt that together they could um, support each other and support women entrepreneurs across the country. So their work uh, in those uh, eight years was really to um, support each other, to share best practices, to advocate on behalf of women entrepreneurs. Um, There has been a lot of uh, support from the federal government for women entrepreneurs. And um, this past year, we received uh, financing or a financial um, program project uh, to support women entrepreneurs through the development of a national office. So Mm. through this office, our goal is to really be the glue that holds together uh, the organizations that support women entrepreneurs. So I named seven. uh, There are in seven provinces, but there are also other organizations, both formal and informal across the country that are working with women entrepreneurs at a variety of stages at a variety in a variety of industries and so our goal is to um, make sure that women across the country have access to um, best practices to uh, opportunities for international trade supplier diversity um, just any manner of thing that can help them succeed so the bottom line is really providing services to women entrepreneurs so we actually actually supports the organizations that are in the front lines and working directly with the entrepreneurs. Mm, fantastic. I think uh, our listeners, and, and myself included, um, can definitely get behind <laughs> the, the mission of, of, uh, of WEOC. Um, and at Startup Canada, we're in complete agreement that, um, you know, creating a network and, and providing resources to women entrepreneurs is, is essential um, and, and making sure that women can run uh, thriving businesses um, and really sort of have the foundation that will set them up to succeed as they go down their entrepreneurial journey. Um, so can you talk a little bit more about the specifics support functions for women entrepreneurs. So you mentioned best practices, um, trade missions, the supplier diversity initiatives. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about what those look like? For sure. Um, So in each of the provinces, there's different initiatives. in the Western provinces, for example, um, BC through Manitoba, um, there's the Women's Enterprise Initiative, uh, which was established in 1994. And that has three pillars associated with it. So those organizations, while they're independent, they also uh, have a a similar mandate, and that is to provide business advising, uh, financing, and training to women entrepreneurs. Um, And they do that 
in addition to providing, you know, networking opportunities and mentorship and peer mentorship. Um, and so uh, in Eastern Canada, there's also uh, services provided uh, for, for sure training, for sure business advising. Um, and in some cases, there is some financing available. Um, so the goal of the, of the Women's Enterprise organizations is really to see what is being do, done across the country and how some of those projects and programs might be um, uh, modified and uh, implemented in other provinces. So um, our goal is really to, to uh, ensure that uh, that there's an awareness about what's happening. Um, there's lots of research that the Women Entrepreneurship Knowledge Hub at Ryerson University is doing mm -hmm. research uh, into women entrepreneurs. So it's really to bring all of this information together to um, ensure that we are supporting women entrepreneurs. Um, research has shown um, that when women entrepreneurs are successful, um, they're very uh, generous with their communities. So not only are they providing mm. employment, but they're also giving back to their communities in a variety of ways, uh, often uh, in through philanthropic initiatives. Um, and so, you know, successful women entrepreneurs are, are dramatically contributing to the national economy. So really mm -hmm. to provide these services and to ensure they're successful is really, uh, it's great for the entrepreneur, it's great for the community, and it's great for the country. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. that uh, mutual benefit, um, I think, is really clear. And we've seen so many success stories mm -hmm. um, that really align with those community components. And then also um, just having, um, yeah, entrepreneur, women in business and women entrepreneurs being encouraged uh, because they bring something unique to the table. And that community element, I think, is, is really interesting and something we hear a lot of on this podcast. For absolutely, sure. absolutely. And they're in, and innovative and creative and, you know, so often we hear about women who see an opportunity in the market because there is something that they were looking for and couldn't find. So, uh, yeah, they just are, are uh, doing amazing things right across the country. Agreed. So you mentioned uh, mentorship and peer mentorship. Mm -hmm. What does that program look like with WEOC? So those programs um, are more at the at the regional levels. And so there are some uh, initiatives that are happening across the country Um uh, to to mentor women entrepreneurs to uh, through peer support or a variety of models, and uh, it's really helpful. I think particularly in a peer support uh, uh, situation where you know women are together and they're uh, recognizing that you know they're not alone. That the uh, challenges that they may be facing um, are not uncommon, and so there's a little bit of you know strength in numbers, knowing that others have gone through and and uh, taking learning from that and applying it to their own businesses. So um, at WEOC, we would certainly be uh, sharing some of the best practices that are happening uh, in those uh, mentorship um, programs uh, and would be happy to share those with uh, women across the country or connect them with the organizations that have developed the programs uh, so that they can work through together to see how best they might, uh, you know, be adjusted, ma uh, modified, uh, and adapted elsewhere. Mm, incredible. Uh, and so at what juncture would you encourage women entrepreneurs to engage with WEOC? Um, is it sort of at a specific milestone in their entrepreneurial journey? Um, at what point should they be pursuing support from, from the organization? So we're working sort of 
a step back. So we're working with the organizations that support women entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And it's those organizations that would encourage them to uh, reach out to um, the women entrepreneurs to reach out to them to at, at very early stages. So they may be in the idea stage, they may be, you know, just working on their business plan. Um, so it's not that you have to get to a certain stage in order to engage with an organization. Uh, uh, you know, I think the the sooner that you can start to tap into networks, that you can tap into knowledge and training, uh, certainly, um, you know, the better for the business. So we're not uh, suggesting that you you wait until you've got all the I's dotted and the T's crossed in your business plan. It's uh, really to start getting that feedback and that training and um, the coaching uh, very early on, so that uh, you start on the right foot. Mm -hmm. And that I, I find can be such an overwhelming experience to sort of go into something with, uh, you know, a quote, half baked kind of idea as you're still um, trying to finesse your business planning process to uh, be open to critical feedback and, and getting um, that mentorship opportunity when you yourself aren't 100% confident in your your ideas or, or what you're putting forward. So I think that uh, that takes quite a bit of guts, but in, in, a, in a program structure like this, where you're really encouraged um, to get feedback from other mentors from people in the community, I think that's a really essential first step. Incredible. And it, you know, and it's really healthy too. I mean, it, mm. you know, it does help you look at things from a different perspective mm -hmm. because it's really easy to get attached to your idea. And I think mm -hmm. we all do that regardless of, of what we're working on, whether it's an entrepreneurial endeavor or even just a, a project in your, in your own business. It's, um, you know, so to have somebody else, you know, uh, put a different eye or put a different lens to something, I think, uh, just helps to improve the situation and mm. to, uh, you know, make you think of things that you might not have thought of. And, and that's uh, just a really great step towards success. Yeah, bringing a different lens into the conversation. I love that. So I'm interested in getting to know you a little bit more. So mm -hmm. what um, was your background before joining WEOC? Um, what was sort of your inception story? <laughs> um, well, so my background is in communications. Um, I worked in publishing and I worked in um, communications for uh, an economic development, a downtown economic development organization before joining the Women's Enterprise Center of Manitoba and working there in a, in a communications capacity. Uh, and then, you know, sort of expanding that into uh, some business advising, uh, gaining my uh, certification as uh, an APEC IBIS business counselor. And so over 17 years, had the opportunity to connect and meet and be inspired by so many women entrepreneurs uh, in Manitoba, which was the uh, the regional focus for the center here, and um, learning what they're doing and being inspired by the ideas and the perseverance and the diligence that they brought to the table. So I did that um, for 17 years and then uh, had the opportunity to sort of take all that learning and, and take bring it to the national level and uh, knowing that there are women across this country who are doing amazing things and uh, hoping to be able to uh, provide services or ensure that they have access to the services that can take them to uh, their level of success, however they define that. And uh, every woman defines business success a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's that's uh, what really um, makes me excited and, and, you know, brings me to work every day is to, mm -hmm. to see that uh, the exciting things that are happening and the and the uh, amazing stories that go along with with every entrepreneur. Mm. And so through your conversations and, and in that sort of twenty years of experience mm -hmm. engaging with women entrepreneurs um, and and looking at the Manitoba context, what do you see as the, being the biggest challenge that women entrepreneurs were facing uh, in that region? 
Um, it's interesting. And I was speaking with someone the other day, and we were talking about uh, the challenges that uh, our our clients were facing. And um, this just so happened to be someone on the on the east coast, and she she identified uh, marketing and um, you know financial aspects of businesses, you know, one of the things that her clients struggle with, and and that's absolutely true, uh, that uh, those are things that uh, many, many entrepreneurs struggle with. So I'm not sure that it's necessarily a, a regional um, challenge. I think it's probably a national challenge, just, you know, you're really good at what you do, and that may not involve, uh, involve marketing or um, or. Uh, financial aspects. At the same time, also there's um, the access to capital and making sure that you're you're financed appropriately um, because without enough uh, ac- without enough finance or without enough capital uh, to start to, and take advantage of the opportunities, um, you know, it, it can be really challenging for a business. So making sure that, um, you know, that you're not just, you know, financing the business through your own savings or through a credit card, but, you know, looking about and seeing what um, resources exist from financial institutions and other, you know, uh, any grants that might be existing, um, any financial opportunities, um, so that you have the tools in place to, you know, to build the business successfully. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, and so in your bio, we explained as well that uh, you've traveled to Ukraine and to mm-hmm. Vietnam to sort of share best practices that you've gained in a Canadian context. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your adventures abroad and how yeah. you brought your Canadian experience to those countries? Um, it's interesting. And I've been to Ukraine three times now, which oh, wow. is which is really interesting. And they're a developing nation. And um, uh, I was there most recently in September. And they said, you know, we're a young country and we're just anxious to learn. So they're doing a lot of, uh, a lot of work around with women entrepreneurs, um, and you know, they see the economic benefit that that women bring to the table, uh, nationally and and regionally and within the community. So they're looking to see what is being done elsewhere. So there's certainly uh, Canadian government-supported programs in the in Ukraine and in Vietnam, and um, and we have a history in Canada of working with women entrepreneurs. Um, and so it's, you know, what what has worked, what hasn't worked, how can things be adapted, um, you know, what should we be looking at? Um, yeah, so they're just anxious and, and enthusiastic about what is happening elsewhere and want to take advantage of those lessons so that they can uh, grow their businesses successfully. So again, um, it, you know, it's, it's women across the world are, are innovative and creative and enthusiastic and, you know, against, you know, not necessarily against all odds, but are, you know, just diligent and working hard to be successful entrepreneurs. And uh, it's so exciting to see very inspiring. Great. Yeah. So, so that experience, um, I, I imagine must be eye-opening on both ends that you see, uh, you know, what's happening in these developing countries that, and they're really interested in, in getting your expertise, but then it also allows for a reflective moment to see what Canada is doing so well. Um, so after sort of traveling abroad and, and working in this area, what do you think, um, Canada is doing really well for women entrepreneurs? Uh, the fact that they have, you know, a, a track record of supporting women, um, and, and I'll use my experience from Western Canada. So the Women's Enterprise Initiative has been around since 1994, uh, but I know that there have been programs around um, in other areas even longer. Um, and they've been supporting women entrepreneurs and recognizing uh, that they have that they do business differently, that they uh, have different uh, challenges, to, and um, 
so often we hear that, you know, it's it's recognized that women still are, you know, the, the main resource for families. And so, you know, they're balancing a whole bunch of things, you know, looking after families, children, parents, plus running a business. So um, recognizing that there are different uh, approaches to business is huge. Uh, and I think that um, I think Canada's uh, doing that well. And um, the fact that, uh, that there is a, a national women entrepreneurship strategy and that um, funds have been uh, committed uh, to support not only women entrepreneurs directly, but programs that support women entrepreneurs uh, is recognition of the fact that um there is a huge economic benefit to, um, you know, not creating programs that it isn't one size fits all, uh, that there are um, niche um, areas where women work, there are different ways that they do things, and there is, um, uh, you know, great reason to support, um, you know, different approaches. Mm-hmm. And I think we just really need to be intentional about sharing those success stories, right? Because um, I think if we have that evidence, that business case is going to be a lot easier to make um, and it will just hopefully become um, kind of implied and, and commonly understood. Um, through your experience, are there any um, great examples that you've seen within your context uh, and through the support of WEOC, um, sort of uh, two steps removed, but um, have you seen any success stories of women uh, in their businesses who have used your resources and really thrived? Absolutely. And, you know, and I wouldn't, uh, you know, presume to to name them, but I can Mm. tell you that, um, that, uh, you know, they've gone, you know, just being at at the center for 17 years, saw women, um, you know, start small business, you know, and, and, and taken steps and grown and, um, uh, exporting um, so tapping into to international markets um, to uh, looking at different uh, approaches for business so going from um, a retail uh, or building on a retail outlet and going into for example into a, a party uh, sales, uh, mode and growing the business that way. So, you know, maybe a little bit differently than a franchise businesses that are, are taking uh, to the, fran- you know, the franchise model. Um, you know, just creative, innovative ways, innovative products, innovative services, um, you know, that that start really as a nugget and, and grow from there. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting to see what might spur something in a, in a woman and, and, you know, what becomes a pain point for her and how can I make this less of a pain point for others? Mm. And that's great that you've had the visibility for such an extended period of time. That must be also a really exciting exercise of just reflecting back, you know, 17 years ago, what did the ecosystem look like yeah. then and what does it look like now? And, and I think that that's, that's a really great point. And I think that, um, you know, I, while there's still work to do, we are moving forward and there are resources. And um, business ownership is becoming hmm, a consideration for women, which is great. It's, it's, it's a career opportunity. It's, uh, um, you know, it just adds to the, to the landscape of things that women can, can consider for themselves uh, and what works for them. Fantastic. So what's on deck for 2020? What are you working on uh, throughout the next year? And and what are you most excited about uh, diving into? 
Well, there's lots to be excited about mm-hmm. when it comes to women entrepreneurs. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, um, certainly uh, some focus in the area of uh, trade missions and export, uh, working around the idea of supplier diversity and uh, ha- having women explore that as a as an option to grow their business. Uh, we're working, um, you know, exploring some options for um, a national loan program so mm-hmm. that women across the country could have uh, access to the financing. Uh, that uh, would enable them to grow. Um, so those are so those are sort of the top three. Uh, I, keep ideas. you busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and our team is small, but we're mm. growing, and uh, everybody's super enthusiastic, and uh, it's just an amazing time to be uh, a woman entrepreneur mm. in Canada. So we're just there's lots on the go, and and lots to be excited about. Fantastic. I hear you there. (laughs) Uh, So if you could leave our audience with one piece Mm -hmm. of advice uh, that they can implement into their businesses immediately, I know you've spoken about there are a a number of different nuggets that, that people can take out of the conversation, but if you could crystallize one key piece of advice, what would it be? One key piece of advice is to connect with the uh, the Women's Enterprise Support Organization within your region, uh, provincially, um, regionally, whatever it is, um, and tap into the tools, to the networks, to, uh, you know, even just the, you know, getting out and meeting other women. And there is just so much uh, strength when it comes to understanding what others are going through to build that network, to um, know that others understand where you're coming from. And um, so that would be my my one nugget is to connect with those resources so that you have uh, connections within the support organization and then you can, you know, go from there. And what it would be the best place to reach out to WEOC online? Um, yeah. Okay, great. So, uh, weoc.ca w-e-o-c.ca and so if you don't know who the or what the uh, support organization is within your community then uh, send us a note and we will uh, make the direct you to to the resources fantastic that's great to hear i will definitely be checking it out <laughs> all right thank you so much for coming on the podcast allison this is a great conversation thanks so much for having me kayla it's been a delight great thank you Thank you for joining us this week on the Thrive Podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, BDC, and Scotiabank for helping us to power women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook Resources for Women Entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. Visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Matthew Curtis and plug in to the Startup Canada network. Until next time, I'm Kayla Isabel. It's time to thrive.